Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. I think the levels are okay. Alrighty. Greetings, everybody, hey. from Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey. Hi, Steve. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Here we are in another hotel room. Oh, why? Please don't blow the circuit breaker this time. No, I've, uh, I I didn't bring a power strip with me, and uh, <laughs> everything here is 110, and so... Yeah, I was trying to ignore the fact I'm, that I'm, you were searching for power a little bit ago. I do smell something burning. I was just wondering if <laughs> I'd be concerned. Well, you bought a new power thing for your laptop, right? Yes, I did. Everything good there? Feels a little warm, but well, it's a sixty watt, and you probably need eighty watt for that laptop. I went by what the guy told me. <laughs> he told me sixty watt. Well, the sixty will do it. Just... Yes, but if it pulls more than sixty watts. Well, at any rate. Anyway, so <laughs> it's, what is Ohm's Law here? It's uh, I don't 10, know. 18.2. That's more math than I want to do, man. Okay. I don't give a shit. So we're here in Las Vegas, Nevada yes. for the National Association of Broadcasters. Convention. NAB. NAB. It's like I'm busting my Willy Wonka's tri- Chocolate Factory for, yes, for I've, production I've, gearheads. I feel like Charlie myself. Very poor and can't afford anything there. <laughs> You've never been here before. No, I'm busting my NAB charity here. This we, is your first. Do we have to reference your charity ever, ever, never, ever again? Okay, fine. <laughs> this has been a year first. So, first time leaving the country, first time in the Philippines, first time eating balut, and now first time at NAB. <laughs> okay. It's an interesting collection of firsts, man. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what the NAB show is, um, once a year here in Las Vegas, the behind-the-scenes people of all the production stuff that you enjoy, be it television, film, uh, corporate videos, Did you just like make whatever. air quotes when you said behind-the-scenes? Yeah, because that's for my benefit, oh, not yeah. yours. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's all the it's all the behind the scenes people who who bring you video and audio production content, and, and broadcast. Uh, and we're well. here, man. I mean, it's uh, it's cameras and microphones and lighting and satellite dishes and satellite and, satellite and, and, and helicopters and, and all sorts of stuff. All sorts, any way that a picture or sound can be sent or received, it's there. Yeah, and you can check it out if you're interested at all at nabshow.com. Um, yeah, so we're here. I've been coming here for well over 10 years. Um, this year's show seems a little bit more low-key than the first few years I was here, but the first few years I came here were the years leading up to the HD transition Wow, that in the must broadcast been- and film world, and so it was nuts here for, like, Three or four years. Everybody wow. was here trying to figure out what they were going to do with their their news studios and their field reporters and film people were trying to figure out, you know, do we go HD and the 4K cameras um, that everybody's using now, specifically the one that started with the Red One, um, 
the red one was vaporware the first two years that I came to NAB. Vaporware. They had Define talked it. about it. Oh. They had set up booths and were telling everybody what they were going to be making. But for two years, they didn't have any actual product. Wow. Just, just a, a dream. And then year three, they, they debuted the red one, and it's completely changed and movie making. We, I have seen cameras that outperform that initial impetus of the red one. Yeah, well, the red just, one's obsolete now. now. Yeah. Now they've got the red epic and the red scarlet and the red dragon. There's wow. three models of red. Absolutely. It just, I'm blown away by just the, 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 the total attention to detail everybody has on their products. I mean, I turn one way and I'm impressed by one product. Then I, I look over and there's the, a competitor that's blowing them out of the water. Then I go even further down and seeing something even more incredible. Yeah. It's, just, it's it's fun. If you imagine a car show and how a gearhead would go nuts at a car show, that's yeah. how production people are at NAB. So, wow. um, and swag galore. I mean, everybody is... Man, they're know, giving away stuff that's just insane. Yeah. And there are booths here giving away $6,000 uh, production cameras and... Um, crazy stuff like that. It's just... And all it is is just, you know, we have our ID badge and they just scan our badge and that, and you get a raffle ticket. <laughs> and you just stand around. And you, Don't you hit the fan sure. turn that off? Because I thought I'd turn the thing off. Maybe i just put it in like hibernation mode again. Well, I kicked it all on. Off, off, off. Well, Steve's messing around with the panel on the wall. It's just an off button. It's off. But the fan's still kicked in? There we go. I don't know. We're staying at Silver Sevens, which used to be at Terribles. It um, seems okay to me. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's definitely an older building to begin with. Yeah. A um, uh, much larger room that I'm... This room's was, huge. I don't actually, know what the deal is with this room. Yeah. But, I mean, you could put two more, like, inflatable beds the size of these queens. Right. In here. Excuse me? Um, <laughs> You're the queen. Not, no. No. Um, no. No. Anyway. No. <laughs> Did I say no? <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't been coming to Vegas very much. No. Uh, last time I was here was five years ago. Seems like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, the town has changed. Amazing how... This town transforms so quickly. In five years, there are buildings that were just being started that are complete, that are open and, and in business. And there are even more that are being built. So it's just... And my GPS on my, on my car uh, doesn't outdated, recognize... Yeah. It's so outdated, it doesn't know any of the off-ramps <laughs> from the freeway. So. Yeah, the off-ramps seem to be one number off from what you're what your maps think they are it's because they created all these off-ramp lanes so you actually get off earlier and roll along in this exit lane before you actually get to the exit, exit. all right and then they said hey 
take this exit, turn left. I'm like, no. Wait, there's a wall. <laughs> there's a wall here. <laughs> so you, you can't seem to win one way or the other. Steve. No, like, no. You you're either I, not paying attention to your GPS and you get fucked. Or you pay I, too much attention to your GPS and stop reading the street signs and you get fucked. Right. So or, or at least I, you're getting fucked somewhere. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's the only way I've been getting fucked lately. I mean. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, here we are in Vegas. That's a hint out there, ladies. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here in Vegas. We're both fairly broke. Yes. And. Uh, so there's not a lot of gambling going on. No, I um, did a little bit tonight. But I, that's pretty much going to be. I could have just wiped my ass with the twenty dollars that I just threw away at um, the penny slots. That's not a pleasant picture. No, head. but Thanks. you know it probably would have done better, been put to better use. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a nice drive here last night, though. I was yeah, it was the middle of the night. It was dark. We stopped at Alien Fresh Jerky. Yes. If you haven't done that, folks, on the drive from Vegas to, to L.A., San Diego, or vice versa, in Baker, which at one point in time had the world's largest thermometer. Yeah, what which, happened to that? That was... Well, it was part of the Bun Boy that was there. Uh-huh. And then the Bun Boy shut down. Ah, uh, I see. And... The thermometer was still being run by somebody. I don't remember who, but uh, like a year and a half ago, I think. I think I saw it on it one of the that one hotel that's on the way. That has there, there's a monorail that goes across the freeway. Well, that's its state line. That's its state line. Uh huh. Well, that one has its own roller coaster. Yeah, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. I saw that there the last time I was driving to Vegas. The thermometer? Well, I believe so. No. No? Okay. That's not where I saw No, the thermometer's in Baker. Okay. And it's been shut down. Okay. It hasn't been running for a while. All right. But I remember um, seeing that. So but they're in Baker, um, which is an hour from State Line or so, um, is Alien Fresh Jerky. <laughs> the funniest little roadside... Uh, little shop. General store. General store gift shop where you can buy a lot of different kinds of jerky. Yeah. They've got... And I think it's local jerky, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I could be like Bubba in uh, Forrest Gump, listing all the t- different types of jerky. And they got pepper jerky. And they got... Honey teriyaki honey jerky. jerky. And... They had Obamacare jerky. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Yeah, the invisible jerky. The invisible jerky, that was funny. <laughs> and the whole place is done up like aliens have created the jerky. So there's a ton of alien memorabilia and stuff in there. And they got the fun, uh, like, Area 51 research vehicle car out front. You know, like men in black style car and a couple aliens sitting inside of that. And they're, and they're little, animated, little UFO which, which and they move kind of around. freaked me out a little bit because <laughs> the, it looked like like two little dummies sitting there. And then all of a sudden, one of them turns their head and looks at you. It's, it's, I took pictures of you yeah. standing next to that. I'll put those on the show page. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, check it out. You know, it's a fun thing to do on the drive. I, I love... Bring the kitties. I love stopping at those kind of weird roadside stops 
Why is that, Dave? Um, well, I've done it all over the country because I used to drive trucks. Okay. Um, back when I was a roadie. So, you know, I stopped at the thing and I stopped at the largest ball of twine. <laughs> you know? What about the largest frying pan? No, I have not done that one. I didn't see the point. <laughs> no, I just never went near there. Well, you could also but I've, go. got a, I've got a book. Um, my ex-girlfriend, Alyssa, she bought me a, a coffee table book mm -hmm. that is like all of those classic um, off-the-highway well, there's, there's the attractions. Like, the world's um, largest Louisville slugger that's outside the, the mm -hmm. factory. So I've got a book that's all about all that stuff. That's cool. I, I think that's something that maybe people don't do enough of, you know, because when they built the interstates, they bypassed a lot of these mm -hmm. places that had those kind of nifty things. And, and you, you got to go off the beaten track. Yeah, I don't know that people them. go off the beaten track to find them anymore. You, if you're driving across the country, do yourself a damn favor and get off the interstate once in a while and see yeah, these and, classic and American little towns you'll, you'll and the, need the to, weird to, things that If you got. don't have any, I mean, if you're not listening to anything that's pre-recorded because you get zero radio reception going across, so you're going to have to listen to something that's pre-recorded. Unless you've got XM. Unless you've got XM satellite. and Or if you've got something uh, other than that. Uh, you're gonna go nuts driving on a flat highway, going trying to get to the end of the horizon, which never ends, and it's just land and sky, the road in front of you and farmland on either side. Get off the freeway. Get see the largest ball of fucking twine because it, it's something else <laughs> other than road, land, sky. That's it. I think that's one of the things I loved about the first Cars movie. Was it was kind of all about that getting off the interstate and rediscovering those little towns. Some of those yeah. little towns are gorgeous. Yeah, they they've got a lot of character. Uh, now you sound like you're describing a fat woman. Well, she had great personality <laughs> and history. <laughs> great personality and history, and a fun place to go. But you really don't want to be seen with them. <laughs> So, uh, anything else going in on in your life right now, Steve, that's interesting? You're, why are you rolling around on the bed like a roly-poly? Because I'm trying to stretch my back, okay? Uh. I've been sitting a lot and then walking a lot, so I need to stretch a lot. Okay. You like a roly-poly? I'm also trying to get comfortable. It's not like this is not like a five star hotel with 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 one of these wonderful cushy beds. This is wow. You're you're bitching about a free room. No, I'm just yeah. You saying, are okay. Yeah, I'm bitching. You about just a bitched about a free room. Yeah, you're an it, asshole. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't need. There's the fan again. You don't need to reiterate that. Everybody knows I'm an asshole. <laughs> what a bunch of a holes. God, yes. I'm looking forward forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. I watched that trailer like forty yeah. times. I'm so okay, freaking ew. excited! But you haven't seen Captain America. Yet. No, I haven't yet. I could just blow off um, um, a couple of hours uh, tomorrow and watch it. Yeah, I guess. But I won't. I'll you can. It's up to you whether or not no. you want to go to the conference for it. No, I, I, no, I do want to go to the conference. But that's one of his. Uh, because I'm working on my documentary, I would like to know 
more about. Oh yeah, you're still working on that documentary. Yeah. So I'd like to learn more about Final Cut Pro, but I, I believe... Well, the problem is you can't learn about your Final Cut Pro anymore. Because mine is outdated, and the new version is a million times better than what I'm using now. Mm. And that's not hyperbole. Maybe it is. No. It's mm. fact. It's fact. It's fact. It's fact. Some things are fact, and that's a fact. I'm an asshole, and I have old equipment and old software. <laughs> Two unrefutable truths right there. Well, you're, you might be an asshole, Steve, but you're our asshole. So okay. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. You're our stinky brown I'm eye. I'm your asshole. You're my stinky brown eye, Steve. <laughs> Thank you. I shit on the world through you. Yeah, uh, I don't need your help. The world does fine. Gets its licks in. No, no, no. I didn't say the world shits on you. I said I shit on the world through you. Yeah, well, you know, there are remnants that are left behind. <laughs> I think you. I think both of us are... You have a flashback to getting hit? Is that what's going on here? Why? Okay. <laughs> I'm flinching. You're flinching. <laughs> no, I'm just... Uh, I'm getting older, so my joints are starting to stiffen, so, you know. Dude, you're not quite 50. It's not like you're 60. No, I know, but... You spend too much time hanging out with your dad. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, my dad goes into his room and closes the door. Yeah. And all I hear coming from his, his room is, dunk, dunk, because all he does is watch Law & Order. All <laughs> Every few minutes, man dunk, loves dunk. his law and order. Is oh. he actually watching or is he sleeping through most? Of well, well, I'll knock on his door, check on him, you know, saying that lunch or dinner is ready, and he's you know head back. <laughs> you know, sometimes he'll be sleeping, but other times he'll be watching it. And, um, we now have uh, Netflix, and he has Netflix in his room, so he gets watches Law and Order like it's porn. So. Well, okay, that's a disturbing no, that's, image. Thanks a, for that. That's a disturbing image. I shouldn't say Jesus, that. Jesus, thanks for that now. image. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, folks. Um, oh, man. He watches Law & Order a lot. Like, a lot of people would watch Matlock, but he can't stand Andy Griffith. So. Oh, especially old Andy Griffith. Old Andy Griffith, he can't Crazy stand. eyebrows and yeah, smug he, smile. He, just, he doesn't like... Fuck that guy. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like stupid... And he just thought Andy Griffith was just this stupid guy. And I, I've, um, I've inherited his uh, judgmentalism. His intolerance of stupid. <laughs> so. Wow! No wonder you hate yourself so much. Oh! <laughs> boom! Boom! Wow! Oh, hey! Well, the, the unfortunate thing about this is what happens in Vegas is also going to happen in Southern California, wherever <laughs> I am with him. So it's not going to stay in Vegas. It's actually going to continue. So You're talking about what I do to you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, the abuse continues. Someone yes. knocking on the door? They're knocking on the walls. Are we being too loud? Well, it's rather late. Oh, fuck them. It's a oh. hotel in Vegas. Yeah, well, this is Jesus. old people's hotel. Vegas. This is what they call a locals hotel. Yeah. 
The locals use this. And, you know, I just have to say, yeah, okay, fine. All kidding aside about my bitching about the room or the bed or whatever, kudos to your sister. <laughs> Teresa's I mean, amazing. Teresa is amazing. We have stayed in two hotels, actually now three, considering that we've all moved out of one hotel and now into two. Yeah. We have not paid one dime to stay here. <laughs> we've just paid for our meals. That's yeah. it. We're going to be here for, what, three nights total? Yeah. Five, five room nights total. And, yeah, we're not paying a dime for We're not paying either. a dime for them. Um, so... No, she gets those player club cards, and she makes sure that you know she plays whatever free plays they give her, and she makes sure when she comes here to town that she goes and hits up each of the casinos that she's got a card at, and drops at least twenty bucks in. You know, she she just Drop, I uh, to be honest, does I, what's necessary, dropped, and we get all the we get all the perks. Oh, to be honest, I dropped forty, so it was gone. Okay. I dropped forty. Yeah. You know, you know. Whatever. Should have done roulette. I yeah. knew I should have done roulette. It worked really well in the Philippines. Well, maybe if we had pesos here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have done what I done on roulette in the Philippines on some real money here in the States. Yeah. That would have been an amazing win. Yeah. It would have been a nice little windfall. But your sister, once again. Yeah, wanted to, she wanted to. One, one, one wins a ton of money. I mean, she walked in with... Uh, 20 bucks and she got basically a- she won back what she loaned me <laughs> so she walked out of this casino even even okay so. but she but had- she was going back to the gold coast where she and brian and sean are staying and she was going to be playing her free plays over there so the likelihood is that she'll probably end the night 30 or 40 bucks up or that's, that's what know, she completely does completely tanked so. either completely tanked or she doesn't tank. No, she doesn't. So she'll probably be either even or up. So. Yeah. So, yeah, Teresa's is amazing. That's yeah. all there is to it. So. Yeah. So what else going on? Oh, let's see. We uh, went to L.A. Uh, the other day, and I met uh, Craig. Oh, yeah, my, my producing my partner, Craig. Producing partner, Craig. Yeah. Um, We're putting the finishing touches on a film called In the Mind's Eye. Uh, I got my, my IMDb credit. My first IMDb credit for this film uh, went up the other day. So oh. supervising Do you think he was actually editor. kidding about giving an IMDb credit to me because I was there? No, he actually it. told me to give him a list of my friends who helped me out. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Get credits oh. for you guys. You might be able to see something. So, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Brian's going to get some credit. You'll get some credit. Um, sounds like I got my sister a job on the sh- on the movie. Um, Laura, yeah, um, doing some ADR, so she's planning on watching a bunch of Harry Potter this weekend because she needs a British <laughs> accent. So, um, should should she steer more towards? I don't know. Um, I I think more, she just needs to be consistent. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm not gonna, gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna poo-poo the person in the no, film. <laughs> it was just uneven. It yeah, was, it was too uneven. So yeah. um, inconsistent. But yeah, so you know, um, that's going good. And I spent the day just texting Craig like back and forth about all sorts of stuff I'm seeing here because we're gonna start pre-production soon on uh, on the next film. I'm not gonna say anything more about that on the podcast because. 
we're not quite there yet, but uh, we're close. We're close, and we're also, we had the, I would say, the most educational uh, moment uh, today. Fred? Is that guy's name Fred? Um, we talked to this guy at Audio-Technica's booth today. Uh, Fred Ginsburg. He's a PhD. Wow. Yeah, I noticed that on his badge. Yeah. A doctor of audio. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty amazing. Uh, FilmTVSound.com. He, uh, he schooled us for about 10 minutes on prepping for your film for good audio. And I swear to God, man, I learned more in those 10 minutes about good things to do, the right things to do, than I learned in three years of radio and television classes. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, it's interesting. You know, people, we were talking about this while we were wandering around. Um, one of the biggest problems in indie films especially is poor audio. Oh, yeah. Because everybody thinks... And audio is the most difficult thing to produce on a know, film set. When we, were in, when we were going to school, Pat Hahn, our instructor, said to us, Audio is half the picture. Yeah, well, that's George Lucas's famous saying. Okay, yes. well, that's where I heard it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it is true. It is so true that... So, that I'd argue it's is, even more than that. It's more than... It, exactly, because it completely takes... If the audio is bad, it completely takes you out of the picture. Yeah. So it's more than just that, because you're, you're just focusing on... Yeah, because you can watch you know, a pretty picture with no audio at all. And it's fine. But you pair a pretty picture up with audio that is just crap. Yeah. And people will literally walk out of the theater. Mm-hmm. You know? You can, I mean, to give you an idea, I've, as for the opposite side of the coin, you can have crappy video <laughs> with great audio. Yeah, look at Blair Witch. Look, look, look at uh, Born Identity. Uh, I, it's unwatchable to me, but... I can look away and still hear it, and it sounds good, and I didn't walk out. Yeah. But it turned but to if me the audio is, if the audio is crap, people will walk out because you can't shut your ears. No. Well, you can put your fingers in your ears. Yeah, but even that still doesn't really yeah. work. You still hear stuff. Still hear stuff. You can tell if it's poorly mixed, poorly ADR'd. Yeah. So. Um, for all you young budding filmmakers who are listening to our show, uh, stop freaking obsessing over cameras because they're all pretty much the same these yeah, days. Yeah, at this point, um, um, you don't just, need a 4K just camera. Nuances and stuff, but a- can... HD and up, you're you're fine. Doesn't matter. Acquisition. If you're HD, you're okay. If you're going, if your end game is is Netflix or YouTube or, you know, I mean, basically anything short of theatrical, shooting at 1080p is going to be fine. Yeah, uh, a $400 HD camera will do absolutely perfect mm-hmm. for what you're doing. It's in the invest audio. Invest in audio. Invest in the audio. Learn your audio. Learn your rules. Learn how to avoid the pitfalls because... You can fix a lot of visual stuff in post. Right. You know, but audio, relatively easy. Yeah. But fixing audio is a nightmare. 
absolutely it's an absolute nightmare. because you have to get it to match up scene to scene cut to cut cut to cut not even scene, scene to scene, scene. Cut, to cut, cut to cut yeah you know you can kind of put up with a, a a video shot that's not quite color corrected because you know hey the camera moved and we understand that we're looking at a different section of a room or whatever and the lighting can be a little different and you can that's forgivable to... you can get past it but, but when when, when when the audio is jumping back and forth from cut to cut and your your levels scene, are off like forget it your levels are off one person talks louder than the next person yeah or you've got an air conditioner blowing in one in take and so right. when you're on the close up of somebody the room noise goes and when you cut to the other person's reaction in the same sentence there's no room and there. it's quiet it's and quiet. then it goes back to the other guy talking uh, that, so, that stuff gets old very and fast. I learned some wonderful things from uh, Fred. Um, nothing on a right angle. No walls at a right angle. Yeah. You never want a wall at a right angle. It's for theatrical reasons. They do that. Um, I thought visually in a theater flat, you want to have as an, an open space for the entire audience to see. So you don't need... Because if you put stuff at right angles, you mm. you cheat some of the audience from seeing all the action. Yeah. But that's actually there not just visually, but for for sound as well. Because the sound organically flows from the stage to the audience. Yep. So, and in the in not only in theater but also in film, because you want the audio to come towards the microphones you want you don't want it bouncing all over the place yeah, and you don't want lost. reflection you don't want no not at all and hard surfaces try to deaden every every hard surface and you could put padding down and make the padding look like the hard surface well in in corporate av we use something called pipe and drape and we use velour drapes mm -hmm. Um, behind stages it's kind of expensive because you know that's stuff that we carry around and we use in ballrooms and it's got to be flame retardant it's got to have a coating on it mm -hmm. every time you wash it you've got to go get the coating put back on and whatever um, but you can rent that stuff and it's like eight bucks a foot or, or whatever um, so it's fairly cheap but you buy a big giant velour drape and you drape it over all of the parts of the set that aren't in the shot, you know, it just kills the reflection and deadens a room so your audio is clean. Yeah, because the well, the one thing that you don't want is any type of reflection or echo or anything type of ringing in the sound, something reflecting off of objects, glasses, you know, tableware, mm -hmm. anything metallic will reflect sound. So you want to deaden that you want to make it sound like it's real then that's what post is for your foley work mm -hmm. you want you want a plastic glass to sound like you know make sure that it's something that doesn't look like it's fake like from a 99 cent store with the that's in two pieces but if you have something that looks nice that could pass for glass mm -hmm. a solid piece of glass that's plastic that's not going to reflect you want the sound of two glasses clinking together in a toast? Do it in post. 
Yep. That's what Foley work is for. Yeah, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, that's that's what the word Foley in the end credits is for. Whenever you see a Foley artist, um, that's the person who goes and makes the sounds of you know footsteps crunching on on leaves and footsteps crunching on rocks and punches, punches and uh, explosions, knocks on the door and you know all that rain sort of stuff. falling on yeah. the outside Fo- foley people make all the all the natural sounds that aren't actually natural in the, right. in the production um when you're shooting a movie you definitely want to try and just get as much vocal only recording mm-hmm. on set as you can and add in nature's sounds in a more mm-hmm. controlled manner afterwards so uh, that's enough technical crap yeah, about getting... movie making. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's, there will be a quiz later, so please take copious notes. <laughs> Those of you at the end of this podcast who would like to have a uh, <laughs> get a free movie, take notes, we will have a quiz. <laughs> hey, are you going to Jessica and William's wedding? Unfortunately, no. No, you're going to be in Jersey. I'll right? be in New Jersey working on my documentary. Well, hopefully you not going means I can take a date. <laughs> Would you have normally have taken me? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm waiting on final word from Jessica that there's enough open space in the party that oh. I can actually bring the person yeah, the that, way you that I've that, asked. The way you worded that got me you know, a little... Self-conscious. No, Steve, so you are not my date. I don't love you. No, it's not that. It's way. not that. Well, I, I love you, but not that. No, way. it's not that. It's just that my date that I want, I, the way I hear this coming out of you, the way I, it comes up, falls on me, is that the person that you wanted to ask wanted to go, but if but didn't want to go if I was going. So now that I'm not going... What the hell is wrong with the people on my podcast being so freaking... Nervous and low self-esteem and terrified that everybody's out to leave them out of shit. We're not as gregarious and as confident as you. We have to build. We're building. We're building. We're getting better. We're learning from you. Did you hear uh, JJ got us set up? We're going to be covering stuff at the reality rally in Temecula. Oh, yes. That sounds so exciting. That's going to be kind of cool. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the scheduling is because they were setting that all up yesterday while we were driving up here. So, but I'm pretty sure there's like a red carpet event and a few different press uh, events that we're going to be going to. So we should be getting a bunch of fun content with uh, a bunch of reality TV stars because they're going to have reality stars from like all sorts of different reality shows at this event. So, It's going to be fun. Uh, Brenchel will be there, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago. On that was a fun interview. I liked that. Yeah. And and they were the ones who told us about the reality rally. And JJ, like, volunteered to work it. Mm-hmm. And whoever was going through the volunteer list, like, said, hey, wait, she's a co-host on this podcast. And so they reached out to JJ and said, hey, you know, we saw your name on the volunteer list. Would you rather you know, come as your network, as media, and cover the event, we'd be happy to have you. <laughs> so, 
that's even better. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, we congratulations, also, JJ. You, yes. Uh, you got that ball rolling. So. What good pull. Yeah, good so pull. I think I also um, had a uh, possible uh, future uh, podcast. Uh, we met that this uh, gentleman who's doing a documentary on himself. Uh, oh, that Tommy thing, right? Tommy Lee. I don't know if his name is Tommy. I was Lee. on a phone call when that conversation started, so well, I missed a little bit. He's of it. he's a, a virgin. He's a thirty-five-year-old virgin, and he's looking to lose his virginity, and he's trying to raise money to do that in Las Vegas, which to me seems a bit, you know, ironic. Uh, many of opportunities in this town. Uh, but he says he wants to do it wholesome and pure. He wants to find the one. But on camera, apparently. But, on, but no, I don't think he it's, wants to. It's a bit of project. a weird project. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll reach out to him, see if he wants to come on. And uh, see what that, that gig's all about. Um, it's the interesting thing about Vegas, man. You run into all kinds. Yes. Yeah, it's just all there is to it. We went to the pinball. Like That was so cool was it the was a pinball pinball museum or pinball hall of fame pinball, that's what pinball it hall of fame it's off of tropicana by unlv and man it reminded me of the arcades when i was a kid man you just walked into a big freaking square room and there were just machines lined up shoulder stuff to shoulder everywhere you, you go they had stuff when i was a kid well they had stuff from when my grandparents were kids in there too that, that too <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> but, I, I saw a similar place in san francisco but it was awesome was i had a good time there stuff that went even past my grandparents it was kind of fun seeing my nephew sean like enjoying all the old video games and it was fun playing some for me playing some of the old games that you know i played when i was a kid but, yeah, i miss pinball them. machines man I forgot how much I like pinball. The actual pinball machine, something that has, you know, mechanical... Yeah, mechanical pieces. You hit a button and a flipper goes, and you can feel the thing vibrate and move. in your hand and just... I mean, they had a... Di they literally had they a have digital, digital ones, pin yeah. pinball machine where it's yeah. this... It's not the same, though, because sometimes, sometimes you hit the, the pinball just right, and it jumps and smacks the glass. Yeah, you don't get that. On you the don't digital. get that on the digital ones. I mean, the digital ones are cool. There's there's certainly things about them to like. Oh, I mean, you, you can put in money, and you can just change the change the field constantly. Yeah, to, yeah. It, change to whatever want. pinball setup you want. Right, but... but, you know, but there's something, too, to be said about wandering the pinball hall trying to find the game that speaks to you you know i guess kind of like gambling on the slot machines you know you lose a little bit of that when you can just sit there and push a button like oh, which one am i gonna play boop, 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 boop. i, I, I kind of like wandering around there's a yeah you know just a, a tangible and tactile sensation to the whole thing that you just lose when you go all digital on everything. Yeah, you're going on that boat, and then you, I want to be able to grab the, the the arm and pull that down and make it feel like... You make a one-arm bandit, a one-arm one bandit. bandit. It's funny, a lot of those machines have the one arm on them still, but they don't actually pull. They don't do anything. They're just there for show. So, there for nostalgia's sake, yeah. I guess. But, Even the ones that have mechanical dials don't have an arm. Yeah. 
Vegas is such a weird town. Yeah. I have a real love-hate relationship with this town. I think everybody does. I mean, that's the whole thing. Well, about I don't know. I know people who just love it. Like, just, they just love it. Like, no reservations about anything about it. They just love it. I like coming up here for a few days, but then I got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take more than a few days in Vegas at a time. In the same way, about a lot of places. You ran into an East Coaster today. Yeah, um, a friend of mine uh, from uh, back east. I, I mentioned on Facebook that... I wasn't talking about that one. I was talking about the zombie girl. <laughs> Another person who... Is that the Adorama booth? Yes. Yeah, we were standing there waiting for the raffle for a Blackmagic 4K camera. Yes. And drooling over this. One of the girls working this booth was from the East Coast. She's from she was, she was begging us to tell her the information on where she could go see the zombie nude. She first the, said the, naked the, zombie. The show. naked zombie show. <laughs> like nude zombies, zomb, zombie whatever. You ended up figuring out zombie burlesque. Yes, zombie burlesque at Planet Hollywood. At Planet Hollywood. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I want to see burlesque, but she better be rotting. <laughs> I want her rotting. The flesh should be peeling from her body. Oh. Zombie, baby. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that girl was kind of a couple shades of freaky. It was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I was having a fun time with this one girl who had a GoPro strapped to her chest. Yeah, I heard you say something to her about, hey, the lens is down here. Yeah. Yeah. Eyes up here, lens down here. But, you know, you, she's got the camera. Oh, she's got it there on purpose, Steve. She's got it there on purpose. She's got, you know, right in her cleavage. And well, a little cleavage she had. But, yeah. but, hey, you know, work what you got. You got more cleavage than she got. Yeah, well, thanks for that reminder. I don't need you to remind me. Thank you. Thank you for that observation and the visual for the rest of our mm. listeners. So we had two buffets today. Yes. One was kind of chintzy. I didn't think it was chintzy. It was well, just small. It was just small for was, lunch. Actually, I thought the food was better at the smaller one than at the bigger Yeah, one. actually, the bigger one, I thought the, the, the choices were kind of odd. When they showed seafood, I would expect seafood, not just. Um, well, they had tilapia and like prawns. No, they had tilapia and crawdad. Crawdad, yeah, same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Prawns are prawns, and they're delicious, and they're meaty, and they. Yeah. Crawdads are just ugly little bugs. They're all ugly bugs. Yeah. Exoskeletons, baby. It was 11.45. This show is not going to, in fact, get out on a Monday. It's going to be a Tuesday. <laughs> Real damn early in the morning. Yeah. Well, How long have we been going? What's the time on that? Well, um, we were 43... Oh, yeah. Almost 44 minutes. So We've been talking that long already? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't take much to say nothing. 
<laughs> well, it's kind of funny because I thought I had a couple interviews. I had a, I thought I had a few more interviews lined up, but apparently when I went to look at my calendar today, I scheduled all the Monday shows this month to be intellectual threesomes. Uh-oh. And I went, what was, why did I do that? I knew I was going to be in Vegas with Steve and not Eric today. Oops. Oh, well. <laughs> so, here we are once again in another hotel. In a hotel where I have finishing not. Finishing up another podcast. I have not. And you have I not be... done your documentary like you said you were going to do. Uh, it's late and I'm tired. There's <laughs> <laughs> always an excuse. Oh, no. So, I'm sorry, I don't have the stamina of you no. who stays up all night. No, I also like to fuck like five times in a night when I get the opportunity. But, you know, <laughs> we don't always get to do all the things that we like to do. So, you know. <laughs> what's, what's that face? I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing to... to Boo-hoo you. I wasn't boohooing me. Uh, no, I'm just... <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. I was uh, just running that up the flagpole, ladies. Okay. <laughs> and I got nothing to go along with that. I mean, no, 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 no. If, if I got the same satisfaction out of you know editing my documentary as I would fucking five times a night, I, I'd be editing my documentary right now. <laughs> and I would have to get a new laptop. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting close to needing that anyway. Yeah, well, this thing is it's ancient now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I, I got remember it, when was, you bought it. When I got it, it was state-of-the-art. Yeah, now mine's state-of-the-art. Now yours, yeah. So, I'm feeling a little spoiled having such a nice computer. Yeah. So, anyway, um, Wednesday, who do we have on the show on Wednesday? We, I think we are doing on Wednesday, uh, your vaudeville friends. Oh. <laughs> Let me see here. That wonderful couple. Yes, Evans and Rogers will be on the show on Wednesday. So, Wednesday is a special... Is, are there going, is it going to be visual? Do we have some, some video to go along with that? You'll have to talk to Brian. Okay. Brian is the one with the video. If, if that's going to be edited anyway where there's video, that'll be up to Pete. So. Okay. He so, said he was going to have stuff edited while we were here, but... I know how this works. He's here. His four-year-old's here. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. He's full of shit. No. You hear that, B? No. You're full of shit, dude. You're delusional. Stop promising crap you won't deliver. <laughs> I've been giving yourself. him a lot of grief, you know. Oh, you give everybody grief. But, 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 but I mean, I mean I, I, I've not been yeah, giving yeah, him... Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been not giving him grief for being himself. I've been giving him grief because... <laughs> He said he was going to do all these things on the show, and he's not done even 5% of them. So. Well, well yeah. you said it. He has a four-year-old. He's a four-year-old. Yep, yep, yep. He's also a yes man. Like He wants to please everybody, and he constantly says yes. Don't do that, folks. Don't tell people you'll do stuff when you really can't actually follow through on it. 
you know it's just you know don't do that yeah <laughs> it's nice that he wants to do things on the network right. and I'm not I'm not poo-pooing that he right. wants to do things on the network it's just uh, a little bit of realism on what's actually doable you know oh, hi. He and Carla went to the Captain America screening on Monday night last week. I haven't seen a review. (laughs) (laughs) Carla got a review up after the movie premiered. Um, I would hope so. Yeah, it would have been nice to have had it go up like the day before. Oh, but So we'd have been on the front end of the media run. Yeah. You know, it's just things like that. It's like, okay, you go Monday night, yes, but write the review on Tuesday. Right. But, you know, there's life. Mm. Life gets in the way sometimes. Mm. Not, yeah, it's I don't, not I don't, I don't accept it. Yeah, well, not everybody <laughs> has your drive. And well, they should. Well, yeah, well, I should get laid more often, but I don't, so. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons for that, Steve. Well, <laughs> we only have ten minutes left. In the podcast, so we're gonna have to donate, designate a, a, a lot. Well, you were just out of out of out of words again. Yeah, well, it happens a lot. <laughs> well, I was listening back to one of the San Fernando comic book. Uh, interviews and at one point you're like and then it comes I, to a screeching halt like, wow even here <laughs> I've been enjoying putting those up yeah I've enjoyed listening to them it yeah. was fun doing them too um, I love I love oh and if you look at the intellectual look at the new website we have these wonderful all these links and everything to all the uh, uh, podcasts that we've done and all the interviews that we did from there we got Mel Novak up. We've got um, jump in any time because I'm going to Rick Griffith and uh, cousin Jim. We had that one young couple that was actually sitting next to us. They were from the Midwest that did a horror film. The Rab- Rabid Love. The Rabid Love. Then we had uh, then we had uh, W J Weidman. Weisman. J.W. Wiseman and Alexis Iacono from Dead Sea. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And uh, we got uh, the filmmakers of The Perfect House went up yesterday on Sci-Fi Sunday. And um, we got Real Cowboys coming up on Sci-Fi Sunday, I think this coming weekend. And uh, Evans and Rogers this Wednesday here on The Intellectual. So, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, apparently that San Fernando Valley comic uh, book convention happens like quarterly. Really? It's, it's a one-day convention. It happens like quarterly. They, they just With announced. With the amount of turnout that they, they have. They just announced that they're having another one in June. So, uh, wow. you know, you know maybe, they'll, maybe they'll the ask us out again. I don't know. Because, you know, you had. I thought the first date went well. Yeah. Like maybe they'll call us again. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure they will because they were so happy that we showed up. Uh, obligatory three-day. Uh, you don't have to wait three days, guys. You can just call us and tell us you want us to be there. Um, well, maybe we can set something even more, hey, because more grand. I think, it's, I think they will ask us because... We, I want to be on that big table that those other podcasters were on. Yeah. What was that all about? Yeah. Well, we we were filling a need. We were a filling a need. A last-minute. Yeah. A last-minute need. I like filling needs. Yeah. 
Maybe we should leave the podcast to end with that. Yeah. <laughs> you can fill my need. Uh, uh, no, dude. Ew, God. <laughs> Yuck. We have separate beds in this hotel. I'm just I'm going to tell you that. I'm not you personally. We're separated by like five not, feet here. I'm not, I'm not talking <laughs> physically you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, everybody. <laughs> this has been a weird intellectual twosome. Yeah. How many did we do in the Philippines? We did four podcasts in the Philippines. We only did two of them where it was just you and me. Cause, well, we did. Because Raul joined us for two of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uncle was here for the two The first of one and the last one. Right. And he was so drunk on the last one, it was like we had three other people in the yeah. room with us. Really? Damn it. Damn it. I want to sing. Oh, sing that song. Oh, please. Don't, no, no, don't sing don't that song. Don't say goodbye. Do not say goodbye. I cannot say goodbye. <laughs> I miss my uncle. <laughs> I miss you, Uncle Raul. Hopefully you're so listening. So do I. So. Um, I miss everyone there. Yeah. Oh, before we go. Uh, Jollibee here in Vegas. Yes. Uh, Chow King here in Vegas. And a Max's here, here in Vegas. Vegas. All the, like, three fast food joints of the Philippines are well, here. you know. It's crazy. People got to eat. Apparently there's a lot of flips in there's Vegas. Filipinos. So, yeah. Great. Anyway, um, that's enough for this podcast thank you for joining us on the intellectual.com you can check out all of our shows they're all there at the intellectual.com make sure you are subscribing to not miss any show yes you can subscribe to us on itunes just look for the intellectual on itunes new way of getting it you can subscribe to us at stitcher.com uh they have a very nice app that works on android and on uh ios um, I think think they've got a Windows Phone version as well. And you can also listen to us on Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Um, and we've applied for iHeartRadio through Ooh, them. Oh, really? So okay. hopefully, maybe. So hopefully we get, get accepted into iHeartRadio at some point. That'd be cool. And uh, where else? Where else? Where else? Oh, there's a, a new online podcast player. Um, I think it's called Orange Shot. If you go to intellectual.com, uh, if you go to the Facebook page for The Intellectual, and there are nifty links to Twitter and Facebook now at the top oh, of that's our right. site. Yes. Oh, um, but if you go to the Facebook page, uh, I, I posted a post in the last week for a, a really cool online podcast player. So if you... Mm-hmm don't have a smartphone or you listen to us on your computer at work and you just, you know, you can't subscribe through iTunes or download the app from Stitcher or whatever. This is a web browser based uh, subscription deal. So Mm -hmm. you can sign up for this, this player. I'm pretty sure it's called orange shot. Um, I'll put it in the show notes for this show on the intellectual.com. I'll put a link to it, but yeah, you sign in, you punch in the RSS feed for the podcasts that you want to subscribe to, and it keeps track of them just like an app does on your phone. And you can check it out. Stitcher does the same thing online too. Oh, okay. just to be clear. But um, but this is you know just another way. We're finding every possible way 
for you to hear the show, for you to share the show. Please share the show. Yes, please. Tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to the show. You know, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people don't know what a podcast is, so, you know. It's radio. Edumacatum. That's a different podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's radio on demand. That's the way I I look at it. So, um, thank you for joining us. Check out Sci-Fi Sunday. A lot of cool stuff going on there, including our Captain America review this week. Um, So check it all out and join us again on Wednesday for Evans and Rogers. Vaudeville. You will be amazed. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's fun. A lot of fun. Till next time. Bye from Vegas. Bye from Vegas. Y'all take care. We'll talk soon. This episode of The Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for The Intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com T-I-N. That's audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. And show your support for the Intellectual Network by signing up for the free trial with audible.com.